Good Erev Shabbos. Thank you so much for joining the Holy Erev Shabbos Jews who come together every week for a few minutes so that Friday is not Friday, Friday is Erev Shabbos and collectively we can prepare, we can transform ourselves, we can enter Shabbos with a sense of preparation because in Kedusha Baliyachana there is no holiness without the preparation, the work that comes before. Now the truth is it's an unusual and awkward Erev Shabbos. In some ways it feels like this is a four-day yantif with a little reprieve and breathing room to cook in between to catch our breath. But the truth is it's a mistake to see it that way. In ordinary circumstances, I know at least I, as a rabbi, would uh, feel awkward this Friday, transitioning from the drushes, the shiurim, the work of Yantif, into the drushes, the shiurim, the work of Shabbos. But this year and this circumstances, which in so many ways is a crisis and uncomfortable, in other ways is incredibly comfortable and prevents, presents an opportunity. I'm so excited. I can't wait for Shabbos. We've gone from chametz being the enemy to lechem mishnachala being a mitzvah to eat. We've gone from Yantif, which is done by choice, Mikadash Yisrael Vazmanim, we the Jewish people establish the calendar, we endow and imbue it with holiness, to Mikadash HaShabbos, where the Kedusha, the holiness, comes from above, God brings it down, ready or not, here it comes, it's built into our calendar, we count six days, and the seventh is the Holy Shabbos. We've gone from a holiday centered on reliving the experience of living, leaving Mitzrayim, to a hot to a Shabbos, which comes each week, which liberates us. I don't know about you, but 24 hours of being able to check the news again, 24 hours of unfortunately terrible statistics and data, 24 hours of such ambiguity and doubt and uncertainty of what will be and when will it be, it's enough to make me want to go back and immerse myself in Shabbos yet again. Shabbos is that place we go to, that protective cocoon. It's not... We're denying reality. We are realists. But 24, 25 hours, we taste me'in olam haba. It is a taste, a portion of the world to come. So I want to spend our few minutes today learning a beautiful piece in the Slana Marebbe, the great Rav Shalom Noach Berzovsky, Zatzal, who has a beautiful insight that actually touches on our Parsha as well. We'll put it all together, hopefully, in just a few minutes. And it's based on the Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos, Daf Yudbeis, tells us, when we discussed this a few weeks ago, A person has to check their clothing. You go out, and if there's no Erev, we've become accustomed, we're used to, we take for granted an Erev. There are communities that don't have, there are communities that announce the Erev is down. So we all remember that, strictly speaking, we are forbidden from carrying without an Erev. But if a person lived in a community with no Erev, you'd be obligated, check your pockets, make sure you're not carrying anything as Shabbos is coming in, to position ourselves and ensure we're not going to violate Shabbos. The Salaam Rebbe quotes, one of his ancestors, Marna Saba Kedoshim Islanam, who reinterpreted this to mean not only check big dough your clothing, but bigida, check your rebelliousness. Shabbos comes at the end of a week. Shabbos is a time for self-reflection, for evaluation, introspection. It's the opportunity, a filter through which we evaluate. How did I do? Was I patient? Was I calm? Did I fill my time with holiness? Was I kind and sensitive to others? Was I mindful and present in my davening, in my learning, in my interactions with other people? We evaluate and we take an accounting because, you know, as, as uh, management gurus have taught, what gets measured, gets managed. Peter Drucker, the great management guru. What gets measured, gets managed. Erev Shabbos, chayv adam lamashmesh bibigdo. A person has to check, evaluate, introspect. A person should look at, was I rebellious? 
Did I do as well as I could? Could I do better? What areas do I need to grow? We measure ourselves so that in the week ahead, we will better manage ourselves. This we spoke about a few weeks ago. You should check your rebelliousness so that we don't enter Shabbos with any shame. By evaluating how I did, I can set my shame aside, my guilt what I regret, we can go into Shabbos unburdening ourselves, relieving ourselves. We can go into Shabbos feeling good and positive about who we are and the weekend, the time that we're going to come. We don't have to beat ourselves up. We don't have to relive the same mistakes. Erev Shabbos is a prime time to set on the calendar. Again, management gurus will tell you that quarterly, annually, if they're really strict, monthly, almost no one says weekly, you should stop and evaluate so that you can do better. But that's exactly what we do, says the Slana Marebbe. On Erev Shabbos, we evaluate, we reflect, we check so that we can set it aside, we can unload it, we can unburden ourselves, we can stop beating ourselves up, holding ourselves back. We can unshackle and set ourselves free, the freedom of Shabbos, which represents the ability to set ourselves free from the mistakes of the past. And this is what the Chachamim said. This we didn't see. The Gemara there, Shabbos, those learning the Daf Yomi encountered this just a week ago. Daf Chafeyom at Beis two weeks ago. But there is a mitzvah on Erev Shabbos to wash our face, our hands, and our feet. Of course, we shower, we bathe, we cleanse ourselves entirely. When we had the luxury, many men had the custom of going to the mikvah. Today, you could stand under the shower and fulfill that custom through Tisha Kabin. There are those who cleanse themselves. And we try to immerse and clean ourselves fully, but minimally, in the time of the Gemara, there was a lot more schlepping of hot water to be able to fill. It was difficult. There was no indoor plumbing. So to prepare for Shabbos, you should clean, says the Gemara, said our great rabbis, Panav Yadavaragla, your face, your hands, and I'm not going to try to lift my foot, but your feet. And here this hinted to the three parts of a person. The face represents Midas Hamoach. Our face is the window into our brain, into our intellect, into our cognition, into our mindfulness, into our intention. Who are we? What drives us? What are we thinking? What's happening in our brain? We wear it on our face. Panav is the face. The face. Yadav, our hands represent our inner portion. Umidos Halev, we are able to execute, we put into action the intentions of the heart, the feelings of the heart, the emotion of the heart through our hands. And Raglav, our feet represent our other organs. So whether it's our brain, our heart, or our organs, whether it's our intellect, our emotions, or our actions, we are chayv adam lirchot. We cleanse, we clean, we review, we wipe away the blemish, we remove the stain, we cleanse and we transform it as we go into Shabbos. There's a brilliant psychological insight. You know, often we get together, we gather for secular occasions, for milestones in life. And when family gets together, when you come together around the table for a dinner and you have no distractions of technology, you bring in all the past. I knew you were going to say that. You always storm off and do that. You still never worked out or apologized for the thing that you did before. The beauty of Yiddishkeit, the beauty, the insight of our great rabbis. Don't beat yourself up. Don't hold yourself back. Don't carry the baggage. It only gets heavier the longer you hold on to it. Set it down. Don't feel shame. Don't feel guilt. Not as if we set ourselves free, but work it through. Pledge to do better. 
Understand where you went wrong. Check not only your clothing, but your rebelliousness, because then you can have the happiest Shabbos. Then you're not enslaved, then you're not burdened, then you're not shackled. We set ourselves free from our own self-imposed shackles when we're willing to let go when we're willing to move on, when we're willing to forgive ourselves and forgive others, when we're when we clean our face, our hands and our feet, our brain, our heart and our actions. The Zohar says the following, The same letters, the same letters write the word boshes, shame, and Shabbos. Why? Because when you transform shame, you discover Shabbos. Through a sense, a healthy sense, not a sense of shame that you beat yourselves up, not a shame that you're embarrassed, but a healthy sense of shame. You know, shame is the pain sensors. It's the nervous system of the soul. Just like the body is a nervous system, and a person with a neuropathy is unable to feel pain. And when you can't feel pain, you're truly in danger. Because if you can't feel pain, you don't know that something's wrong. You don't know that you have to have it fixed. The same is true for the soul. Shame is the nervous system of the soul. If you don't blush, if you don't feel shame, if you don't recoil, if you're not embarrassed by mistakes that you've done, then the nervous system of the soul is broken. You don't know something is wrong. You don't know that you need to fix it. There is a healthy sense of shame in saying, that's beneath me. I could do better. I don't have to look at those things, say those things, react that way, feel that feeling. I don't have to waste that time. I could do better. I'm ashamed of the mistakes I've made. Such a sense of shame doesn't hold us back. Such a sense of shame actually lifts us. It propels us. And a person who can engage, evaluate, feel shame for the mistakes we've made, and then let go, can go into Shabbos. From Boshes to Shabbos. What an incredible transition. A transition that liberates us. A transition that frees us. What is Shabbos? Shabbos is the Kodesh HaKadoshim, as we've spoken about many times. Shabbos is in time, what Mishkan is in space. Mishkan and Shabbos, tabernacle and Shabbos, are juxtaposed in the Torah several times. Why? Because what the tabernacle, what the Mishkan, what the Mikdash represents for holiness in space, Shabbos represents for holiness in time. Shabbos, Hashem invites us and says, come into my, not only my Kodesh, come into my Kodesh HaKadoshim. Each one of us is the coming Gadol of Shabbos. We all have a place. We are all leaders in the sanctity in discovering the intense presence of Hashem of Shabbos. So how do we merit getting into the Kodesh HaKadoshim? It's the Holy of Holies. It's reserved for the most righteous, virtuous, meritorious. Who are we? Lowly, pathetic, nebach, reject, oisvarfs who speak lowly, who look lowly, who think lowly, who act lowly. We fail to meet our potential. We're spiritual underachievers. Spiritual underachievers have a place in the Holy of Holies in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. We're invited in. There's room for us. The answer is, says the Slanam Rebbe, and here's the connection, the Dvar Torah for your table, for our Parsha. The answer is, how did Aaron merit to get into Kodesh HaKadoshim in space? the physical manifestation of the intense presence of Hashem, our Parsha. What's the story? As it says, Rav Chaim Vital, the beginning of our Parsha, Parsha Shmini, when Moshe says to Aaron, Nu, it's time to come forward. We've, spring training is over. 
The experiment time is over. Dress rehearsal is over. Let's get to work. It's time. The curtain's coming up, Aaron. It's coming. It's lifting on you. And why did Moshe have to say, Krav, come close? And the answer is, Chazal say, because Aaron was, was hesitant. He wasn't ready. And why was he hesitant? So we tell because he was both, she was embarrassed. Why was he embarrassed? Because the corners of the Mizbeach that stick up look like the horns of an ox. And when Aaron saw it of an eagle, he said to himself, he saw the image of an eagle and he said, ooh, Cheta eagle. My involvement, my role in the Cheta eagle. He was embarrassed. He was worried. He would be held accountable. So he recoiled. He demurred. He hesitated. Maybe it wasn't for him. And Moshe had to say, no, Krav, come, come. It's for you. What's going on here? So they explain so beautifully. Aaron was embarrassed. He was bosh. He hesitated because he felt a sense of shame for a mistake of the past. And what does Moshe tell him? Lekach nevcharta. It doesn't mean you were chosen for this to be the Kohen Gadol. It means lekach, because you have a healthy sense of shame, because your spiritual nervous system is working, lekach, because you have shame, Nivcharta. It's a person who has no shame, a person who's arrogant, a person who thinks they've arrived, a person who has nothing to repair, a person who's not embarrassed about their shortcomings. That person has no place in the Holy of Holies. But you, Aaron, because you've been ashamed, Lekach, for that reason, Nivcharta. And says the Son of Marebbe, the same secret for what unlocked the Holy of Holies for Aaron, a healthy dose of shame made him the right person. The healthy dose of shame as we go into Shabbos gives us unfettered access, lets us entered guilt-free and shame-free that holy chamber called Shabbos in time. To take this time and to think about and to evaluate and to pledge how we can improve. So I want to end by offering a challenge to each and every one of us. You know, if you're running and you're scrambling to get ready for Shabbos, then you don't have the presence of mind to measure and therefore to manage who you are to become better. If a person is running, you're late to get in the shower, you're late to get your tie, you're late to daven mincha, you're late to get started, the table's not set, the candle's not lit, the kids aren't ready, nothing's ready, then you don't have the peace of mind, the presence of mind to engage this self-respect, this self-reflection, this introspection, this exercise of chayev adam, that we have to evaluate our begida, our rebelliousness, that yirchot panav yadav It's not just you have to take a shower. You have to spend a moment evaluating my brain, my heart, my actions. How were they? Who could they be? How can I do better? Where did I fall short? And then, guilt-free, shame-free, from Boshes to Shabbos. I can enter a Shabbos where I've set myself free. Set myself free in my relationship with myself, not beating myself up. Set myself free in my relationship with my Creator. Set myself free by forgiving and asking forgiveness of the people around me to go into Shabbos with a sense of peace and tranquility. And so my challenge is set aside that time not only to take your physical shower, but to also shower our brain, our heart, and our actions in the sense to clean, to uplift, to remove the blemish and stain so that we could set ourselves free. Please, God, have the holiest, the healthiest, the happiest Shabbos. And please, God, soon to be together in person. Have a wonderful day.